0: Welcome to the Data Strategy Show. My name's Samir Sharma, and I'll be your host for the next 50 minutes. We have now come to the final episode of Series 1. Don't worry, we'll be back for Series 2 and a new and reinvigorated show. So for the final episodes, it's a great pleasure to be speaking to three data leaders based in Peru. My guests today are Ivan Herrero Bartolomea, and he is the Chief Data Officer at Grupo Intercore. He has more than 20 years of experience in executive positions, and is now responsible for the data strategy across the whole entire group, and that's 30 plus companies in finance, retail, education, and healthcare. Ivan is the co-founder of CDO Latam. Introducing Leandro Rocha de Andrade, and he's the Senior VP, Chief Data and Analytics Officer at Banco de Crédito del Peru. He has more than 20 years of experience in executive positions related to database marketing, advanced analytics, AI, CRM, and business intelligence, all impacting the bottom line, delivering solutions based on customer experience, demands for consumer and corporate segments. Leandro is a board member of CDO LATAM. And my final guest is Eric Yaramillo. He is the director... Head of Digital Data and Analytics at, at Scotiabank and has nearly 20 years of professional experience in the financial industry, leading teams helping to solve business challenges through the use of disruptive technologies, innovation, data and analytics. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode and don't forget to comment, like and share with your network. Thank you. Leandro, Ivan and Eric, welcome to the Data Strategy Show. It's a, it's a real pleasure to have you all here today. One of, uh, one of the few episodes I've done where there's three people. Um, so I'm looking forward to a great conversation. Uh, Leandro, w- why don't you go first and tell me a little bit about yourself and your background?
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for being here. So I'm currently uh, the CDAO's Chief Data and Analytics Officer at, at Credit Corp Group. Credit Corp Group is one of the largest financial institutions in or corporations in Peru and in the Andean region. Uh, and and a lot lots of uh, uh, of challenges that we are facing right now in that subject. So thanks so much for being here.
0: It's a pleasure, Ivan.
1: Hi, thank
2: you so much. It's my pleasure to be here with. Eric and, and Leandro, some good friends of mine, we've, we've known each other from, from some time now. Um, I'm a telecommunications engineer I'm oh, in, okay. from Spain, yeah. uh, and I've been living here in, in Lima for the last two years and a half, and I'm the TIDA officer of INNERCORP. INNERCORP is one of the largest groups um, in Peru, and we operate... More than three companies in different sectors, such as retail, finance, um, banking, insurance, healthcare, education, entertainment. Wow! Uh, <laughs> so, yes, yeah, it, it's it's very funny to be to be part of the group and and to be engaging with the different companies in all the challenges we we are facing yeah. to achieve our purpose, which is. Um, made peru the best place in latin america to grow a family so
0: fantastic quite, quite i inspiring. love it yeah <laughs> great well eric coming to you i mean the, the one thing i have to mention is eric you put us together so that's that's a great uh, thing that you've done um and also you've brought the data strategy show to uh to latin america so thank you so much eric go go for thank it. you
3: thank you hi samir it's it's, it's very exciting to, to be here
0: mm. finally yeah um, <laughs>
3: So, so, so it's a it's a a great space I think, also with Ivan, Ivan, Leandro. Uh, So for me, it's a a great experience to 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 share this space. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, about me, just well, I can mention that I'm relatively new here in Scotia Bank because I used to work in CCP also with Leandro. Uh, I'm responsible of the data analytics. a team in the digital banking here in Scotiabank.
0: Okay, perfect. Well, look, thank you so much for for giving me your backgrounds. I I just like to open it up. You know, you've you've Leandro and Ivan, you you both talked about challenges in terms of your industries and your corporations, and no doubt, Eric, you've also got you know many challenges being a new entrant in in Scotia Bank in that sense. But, um, you know, Ivan, t- tell me a little bit. You, you've got a lot going on in your businesses, multiple yeah. businesses, and, you know, you're having to work on multiple dimensions. What, you know, huge challenges for you ac- across that. What, what are some of the things that you are day-to-day uh, attempting to get over, uh, you know, with, with data?
2: Well, you have to face the, the typical challenges related to, to the complexity of gathering information and and structuring it properly. All the technical stuff that has to happen um, so we can drive value for the business on top of that. Mm -hmm. But I would say that being that challenge so complex as it is, probably the hardest part of the equation is always People is the culture is um, hm. changing people habits. Yeah. Um, when I when I think myself of the the role of the city officer is not just to achieve to to solve the technical complexities which which it is it's in part, but I see myself as a change agent. We have to help move our our companies towards a more data-driven or incident driven culture. So we have to change the culture and the technical stuff is just a mean to, to change that culture, to mm-hmm. make easier for for our colleagues to change the way they, they make some, inf- some decisions and to help them change the way they operate, we have to give them different tools. But those are just tools for a greater change that we're seeking Mm -hmm. so i think that um the hardest part is always people
0: yeah
2: because what we want to transform is culture not Mm -hmm. technology
0: it's interesting you say that because I, i i recently put a survey out on um on linkedin and it was focused around the the cdo so one of the things that I've been um, dealing with uh, with a number of, of CDOs and, and coaching CDOs is is the fact that there's a lot more of a um, a need for what you termed as the change agent. But interestingly, as I put out these the, the 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 sort of typical traits, I had three traits: technology. You know, should the CDO be technology focused? Should the t- CDO be business focused? Or should the CDO be a change agent or all of the above and a unicorn? You know, 55% of the 378 people said they should be unicorns.
1: Leandro, is that true or not?
0: What do you think, Leandro?
1: Well, I, I, I just couldn't agree more. You know, I, I think I think but of course varying levels, right? Yeah yeah yes. I mean it's very important to know the technology although I I agree uh, with Ivan that it's not the 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 core issue that we have nowadays mm-hmm. Uh, but we need to be closer to the business, no? If yeah. you want to to change culture, it's very important to be closer to them mm-hmm. and work together and come up with solutions analytic solutions together. Yeah. Uh, and 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 of course, why is that? Because we need to, to promote the change. You know, yeah. we need to to be the change agent that you just mentioned in your. Um, uh, so. Uh, and and, and the, 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 but but I believe that I mean one of the, the the main challenge that we have is to put together the right people because mm-hmm. I mean it's not easy to to become a uh, a unicorn. Yeah. No. <laughs> not at all. So one of the the the, the, the way that you can achieve this 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 purpose is to put together a team yeah. with a diversity people you know, yep. technology people, business mm-hmm. people, and and many other uh, uh professions and different uh, uh kinds of thinking you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's why and, and that's how we uh uh um, and i i believe that that's the, the the main the most difficult part how to find the best people to uh transform i mean yeah. the organization this and yeah. and, and people yeah. in this unicorn you know yeah.
0: and I, I and i think that's a great i think that's why you know having being in a leadership seat is the point of surrounding yourselves with the right people who have the right technical components or who have the right, you know, business knowledge, as well as culture and change impact. So I think that that, that's a, that's an interesting facet, you know, in terms of the mindset a leader has to have specifically in the data area. So, so Eric, you know, you've, you've just joined Scotiabank. You've, Come into a leadership position yourself um, you've got to now uh, start to embed no doubt you know a, a data and analytics strategy um, and start working with the business how are you going about aligning those pr- the, the sort of principles of data strategy with the business
3: well I think I agree absolutely with what you mentioned and uh, I think that you know um, Data monetization is a, a topic that it's very interesting to, to put on the table because I think that uh, because of also of the context that we are we are we are we are having today, it's you know it's it's a, a challenge because organizations are looking for you know business value and mm-hmm. also
1: mm-hmm.
3: and also they are they are looking for efficiency a lot. So it's 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 a challenge, and I, I think that people should understand that the data monetization is like a it's like a process. It's something something that doesn't happen from one day to 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 to, to, to other. So we need to, to create or to start by thinking in a strategy, a data strategy, and a strong and a smart data strategy. I think in order to 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 be success in this journey. So. I think that a, a, a great data strategy is that uh, is, is one that can help us to bring value constantly. And also should be like a I don't know if the world is responsible, but you need we need to combine the 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 bring the bring bring value constantly and also to maintain a perspective about the future mm-hmm. in order to create a solid you know data foundation yeah. that can help us to scale yeah in the time
0: no I, I, i i agree with you yeah i and i think the the idea that the most most um most organizations are now looking for we want value from our data but the fact that getting value from your data is fine you can do that but you know if people are saying we need to do ai but hold on we need to have the foundations in place you know, the complexities about data management, data governance, data quality. What are some of those challenges that you've had, Ivan, seeing as there's quite a, a complex layer in, in your organization's sort of, you know, businesses? Yeah, that, that's probably one of the, I call it the the, the
2: trap of yeah. the, of, of <laughs> the CDL. Yes. When, when, <laughs> when you're hired, there's a lot of expectations. When, when, yeah. when a company hires a CDO, that implies that there's some kind of maturity level in the company because they, they have come to the, the decision to hire um, mm-hmm. a leader who's going to be focused on, on data. Mm-hmm. But when a company does so, that takes this kind of decision, there's a lot that, that they expect from this person, but they don't really know very well what to expect from this person? So, yeah. so, when you hire a CFO, you know what to expect from your yep. CFO. Yep. But when you hire a CEO, you don't really, really know what to expect from him or from her. Mm-hmm. So, you have first, first of all, you have to manage the expectations of the stakeholders. Yeah. Uh, but what, what is always common is that those expectations are very high so and everything that they normally expect from you is how you're going to use ai and machine learning to bring those these um sexy use cases which are yeah. going to bring millions of dollars in a couple of <laughs> in
0: a couple and, of hours no doubt yeah yeah in a, yeah in a couple of hours <laughs>
2: but, but hours them months <laughs> <laughs> and that i call it the trap of the ceo because that's I think that's really a trap for both the CDO and the company. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That just brings a lot of anxiety. And and that brings to a a very short short term of the CDO because Mm. those expectations are impossible to meet. Yeah. Because we normally don't have uh, even access to the data. If Mm -hmm. you don't have... If a company haven't had, hasn't had a, a, a CDO in place, very, very probably, they don't have data in a very structured way. The data is in silos all across the all around the company. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, manual activities
0: yeah. going Processing. on. Processing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of errors, but Quality in the data, so there's a lot of things you have to fix before you can actually move to a, to proving solid results for mm-hmm. the for mm-hmm. the business.
1: Yeah, and yes,
2: but... yes, you have to go. You have to find a balance. But I think normally it takes a bit more than expected to show actual results for the business. If you are the first generation CDO if you if you're not the first one and ha- someone has like paved the pace for you mm-hmm. um yeah
0: it's a little it's, bit healthiest place yeah. to be <laughs> Leandro you you were gonna you're gonna chip in there
1: yeah I'd like to add something I mean I I I, I... I truly think that the foundations are very important, mm-hmm. but we cannot wait for the, the foundation to be ready to start generating, sure. uh, or to monetizing uh, uh, your data. Uh, and it's very important to have this communication plan. I mean, with all the, the, the entire organization since the the, the 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 general manager, the president, the CEO, uh, until the low le- lowest level of the organization. But one thing that I, that I believe that we should work uh, in order to to succeed in this journey of generating value uh, from the data is to um, I would say to create this ownership on business units. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's very. I mean, it's it's easier to 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 listen and say that you are generating money. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, from the use of the data but i mean the data itself it's not generating money it's not generating business the business generating money of course it is using the data Mm -hmm. uh, uh, is the way that they increase a lot the, the, the result of the organization so if the business is making money it's very important to have the business on board and say hey i'm going to generate data to the entire organization, and I'm going to use data to take, to, to, to take decisions, to, to create products, to create a, a, a value proposition, proposition to our customers. And that's why, uh, that's what I believe it's the, the main challenge that we're facing in terms of uh, uh, monetizing the data. So it's very important to have the long-term plan, how we're going to uh, generate for the organization, mm-hmm. but to do so, we need to business. And that's a very important yeah. uh, point in this discussion.
0: So how do you, how do you get them into, you know, you've just clearly outlined that it's very, you know, ownership is something that is is incredibly difficult, I think, especially when you've got um, business teams who really haven't been exposed to data in the, in the way that you've just mentioned. How do you start to get the the, the business on side? How You know, for example, say you have a hundred day plan, you know, as a CDO, you're going to commit to a hundred day plan. You're, you're firing on all pistons. You know, you've spoken to the president, the CEO, you know, the board, everybody's rah, rah, rah and up for it. And suddenly you've got this business landscape and everybody's saying, who the hell are you? You know, sure. so, <laughs>
1: you know, but I mean, I would say, I mean, the first thing is to establish a, a, a team that's going to be responsible for, responsible for this ideation and value management. So the idea mm, is okay. to talk with the business yep. and try to understand what would be the main pain points and the main opportunities that the business are, are, are looking at. Yep. And based on that, we, then we are going to transform these pain points in, into solutions. Yep. What would be the analytic solution to tackle each one of those pain points or to generate the, 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 I don't know, the amount of results that the, the business units are, are are going to generate? Mm-hmm. I mean, we try to become a partner of this business unit. Sure. This business unit yeah. has goals, has, I mean, all the responsibility in order to generate this uh, the budget that they are uh, um, um, responsible for. Mm-hmm. And what we are starting at is to say, hey, I'm here to help you out. And how we are going to do so? First of all, we are going to think on all the possibilities that we can, uh, we can using data analytics. Second, we are going to evaluate that. Mm-hmm. What would be the benefit that's going to generate? Yeah. And yeah. this is done by the business and the analytics translators. I mean, the guys from this ideation uh, and value management group. After all, uh, considering that we're going to have huge projects and short projects, let's start with the shortest, but with the highest value. And based mm-hmm. on that, we can start work on that. So let's work on that. So let's start a, a MVP or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that we can deliver, I don't know, in, in maybe two or four, six weeks, maximum yeah and then let's yeah. prove the results mm-hmm. based on that we are getting confidence mm-hmm. you're know? you getting confidence and you are generating confidence for the for the business partner and when he is or he or she is confident about using data to perform better business or to to increase the results of their business you know, they are going to work together in the entire plan that's how I, I would start
0: agreed agreed eric you you've you've come into a position um, where, you know, you're probably in the, what, first three weeks of your, of your new role? Oh. Possibly, yeah. Um, and you're having uh, to, to work with the business and to outline, you know, the vision of data analytics. How has how your approach been to, you know, I like the, the way that Leandro talked about the ideation group. Um, and I think that's very much where I come from in terms of a design thinking perspective and so on. Because with data, I, you know, you you need to have that view at, at at the beginning, and and the impact can be made incrementally. How do, how have you gone around, um, you know, introducing new concepts or new ideas within the business teams, around data?
3: I I share the the, 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 the main insight as as well as Ivan and Leandro because at least here, what I realize is is that there, there is a lot of you know. Um, expectation from one yeah. side,
0: yeah.
3: the business are, are expecting a lot from 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 what the data analytics team can can do, mm-hmm. and also uh, on the other side, the, the 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 contribution or you know the the support to the to the business or to the to increase it, to increase the revenue or to reduce the cost are really you know, not too much right now from from the, the from the you know the 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 things that the, the data analytics team are, are doing right now mm-hmm. so there is a gap there an opportunity of course and also you know we have a lot of silos as well as Ivan yeah. mentioned mm. so so there there I think we we have like a like a a missing data strategy to to be successful. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that I, I like what Leandro was was mentioned because I think that uh, everything should start from the uh, from the key business initiative. We need to identify that what are yeah. what are those initiatives, and we need to 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 to, to look for embedded uh, data in, in in the business data in the business strategy. That is the the, the success that we, we we need to
0: follow. So, so mm-hmm. I I like that in terms of embedding the the, the data components to the business strategy. Most people mm-hmm. isolate data as a, you know, this this beautiful thing that uh, you know when 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 we say it needs to be, you know, I wish I wish I didn't have to speak about data strategy. I you know it's just business, right? As you so mm-hmm. eloquently said, Leandro. Um, so, so, you know, w- but we've got to separate those things out in order to understand how we're going to be using the various tools and, and techniques and, you know, how we're going to be change agents. So, you know, Ivan, I'm, I'm really quite interested, you know, because you, you, just coming back to you, you used the, the fact that you are a change agent, you know, and, and sure. for, it, for it, okay, you talked about technology But people and culture is extremely important to you, obviously, because you've got quite a complex landscape. Um, And I'm sure each of you have just as equally complex landscapes. (laughs) Um, How do you get the board, the C-suite and the operational teams to really understand the impact on culture that data will play? That's a good
2: question. We've been doing several things regarding that point. Um, We've done like internal summits and bringing people from all over the world, uh, talking to to our C-suite members about the challenges they have had to face, Mm -hmm. um, how they solve them, what to focus on in the beginning, what to start focusing on uh, as you uh, work through this uh, transformation, but mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, we've implemented a data fluency program for mm-hmm. special for, for the C-suite. Okay. So we have more than 100 people that have already passed through this this okay. uh, wow. data fluency program. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's as I mentioned, just for the for the suite of the companies, with then other programs more oriented to mid management on mm-hmm. how to make decisions based on data, mm-hmm. um, and we, we talk about the human biases. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, th- this is something that it's um, embedded in in our ADN. Mm-hmm. So we have all of these make errors, all of, all of us make errors while making decisions if we are not aware of these biases we all have. So we have to be conscious of this, Of this, have to be aware of these biases and know some techniques on of how we can integrate data to uh, mitigate mini- these kind of biases. So we've been doing a lot of things regarding of, um, making everyone aware of the potential we have by using our data and mm-hmm. the risk we have if we don't use our data properly. And we also uh, we are performing some, some initiatives to bring, to define a data strategy for each company in the group that, mm-hmm. and, and being a conglomerate of more than 30 companies. That's wow. not something that's yeah. easy to, to achieve. Yeah. But we start we start with the C suite. We start mm-hmm. um with a kickoff with all the support from from the CEO of each company. And then we we interview everyone, every member of the C suite, uh to understand uh what are their goals, uh what they think they work just fine now and what is not um, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of opportunities they see uh, that we can um, leverage the data the company to to achieve and then we start going down the the hierarchy of the company
0: yeah,
2: yeah. with mid-managers uh, and to the front line we go all the way down to the front line to the operations and mm-hmm. we we perform some some workshops and focus groups to have a clear understanding of the different opportunities that are shared between um, the strategic view yeah. of the company, yeah. but also yeah. by the people that are in the front line in the operations of the mm-hmm. company. So mm-hmm. then that uh, gives us a better picture of what where the, the the opportunities are for each company. Mm-hmm. And then we can on top of, of that work, knowing the, the different opportunities, start aligning the priority of those opportunities uh, with the C level, and then go back again to think of how we could um untap those opportunities. Sure. What kind of what kind of initiatives we could do. Mm-hmm to transform those opportunities into value for the business. So I think the only way to align the company is to listen to the different people that conform the company and and bring the, the, the spaces where they can talk to each other mm-hmm. uh, and, and start working in silos, mm. defining the... Um, opportunities that they can work together on. Yeah. So yeah. That's where the where the change begins when you start like breaking the silos in the different functional areas mm. and having them work together in a, in a data strategy. So starting from the business goals.
0: Yeah. No, I, I and I, I love the fact that you've gone top down because I think you really need to do that from the beginning. You yeah. know, you have to have the the the, the c-suite and the board on your shoulders helping you and you know that trickles down but you know i that that's that's the utopian way of doing it right i think (laughs) (laughs) there's always going to be and and you know in my experience there's always those people who have who have become skeptical of change and transformation so from a from from that perspective you know, Leandro, where you've where you've encountered such people in your journey um, and you've had to translate or to um, persuade. What types of things should a CDO really know about people in order to drive out those skeptical people or those what those people who want to. You know I call them this not not I but I was speaking to someone the other day, and they call them the data squirrels, those who want to keep the data <laughs> over here and not tell anybody anything about the data they've got how do you how do you get them to expand their horizons and think beyond you know
1: yeah you know I mean you have to to talk the same language that each one of uh, of those guys are talking yeah. you know yeah. i mean and and of course, this is just a... Uh, uh, I'm just kidding about the the, the <laughs> language, but I mean the way is different. Uh, groups requires different communication, you know, yeah. different messages.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, mm-hmm. the message is the same, but the, the communication is different. You it's know? different, yeah. Uh, if if you are too attached to our data and you think that this is yours, and because you have the your data, you have the power in the organization. Mm-hmm. You have to 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 have a communication on that things. I mean, how can you improve your power? Mm-hmm. by sharing your data and using data from someone 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 else. No? Yeah. How can I yeah. how can I put the spot on you and say, hey, this guy is not uh, it's, it's not only generating good data for the organization, mm-hmm. but he's cha- sharing. And because of that, the other one is increased the result. So yeah. you are responsible, you know. I mean you have to, to have the same communication, same message that someone is, is expecting to have. I mean um uh, and, and this, this is, 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 is um, valid for every, every level, board of directors, C-suite,
0: mm-hmm.
1: middle management, frontline line. And, and I agree that it's not just a message for each one of the group. It is almost a message for each necessity of each people in each one of those groups, you know? So I believe that by having this, this proper communication, you can mm-hmm. convince people to do what you believe that can help mm-hmm. more or improve mm-hmm. more results of the organization yeah. by using data analytics. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think there's a, there's a a view that one also can show them the value of how it will help their position, how it will help them improve what they do day in, day out. So that, 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 that gives them an overarching sense of uh, responsibility, but also some control because sure, you know, the, sure. the, the, that's Absolutely. what they are. Are looking for, so let, let's get on to the, the 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 conversation of monetization. Eric brought it up. Um, it's a fascinating conversation because data monetization has has always been a dirty word. You know, as far as many people have, you know, they 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 think that data monetization is just about selling people's you know personal data, but you know, all of us know that that's not true. <laughs> um, what I've are some it. of the yeah? Well, what what are some <laughs> of the strategies that you know, you've taken, uh, what, what are some of the, the paths that, that have uh, allowed you to monetize data in a very interesting and, and perhaps non-conformist way, i.e., you know, looking at privacy rules, but also being able to understand how we increase or, or accelerate revenue, or to bring up a point that Eric said, you know, to, it's about cost efficiency as well because monetizing data is, is both internal and external. What are some of the strategies that you've used? And I'll throw that out to to the group of you. Um, so so whoever yeah. jump in can go for it.
3: Well, maybe maybe let, let me start. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what what I think is that uh, uh, well most of the of the you know common. Or at least most of the the organization usually try to to see this opportunity like uh, you know s- try to sell our uh, our data for example
0: mm-hmm.
3: so, but, I, but it is something that is not easy to to do so I think that this is one approach uh, maybe another one is to to look. Uh, what, what you mentioned as, as an internal i suppose but, but is something like a, a identify opportunities or uh, and meet needs on our customers and our products and our channels by by uh, by looking for you know insight over the insights so that is a, an interesting approach and and absolutely it it needs a, a strategy to to do that but it's, it's like a if you if you are able to to group uh, 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 you know uh, 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 you know uh, the the uh, a propensity of scores of, of of a group of people at uh, segmentation and uh, a uh, different kind of analytics assets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you apply over that some BI or some analytics uh, maybe you can identify new opportunities to to you know to monetize.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: Data. So yeah. that
0: it's interesting. Yeah. How, how how easy is it when you're coming from quite a you know uh, perhaps I'm I, maybe I'm making an assumption from a low level of maturity um, you know across thirty different companies and how easy is it to start to say oh we can definitely drive revenue or increase customer acquisition or retention you know uh, and and then you're sort of trying to catch up continuously with You know, the foundations and the principles of of monetization. How do you measure that as well, Ivan? Well,
2: yeah, that's a challenge. Um, Mm. We, first of all, you have, my suggestion is not to focus on just one initiative because these projects uh, might. Uh, bring the value that was expected, but mm-hmm. they can also fail These, these projects have the, the highest error um, the, yeah, rate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. among any project in the world. so you have to, you have to manage this as a, like, as a as a portfolio first of all. And then, and, and that's something that has happened to us. We've, been, we've done several projects. And then you have some of them that they doesn't bring, uh, they don't bring the, the value that was expected or it's harder to measure than, than we thought. Mm-hmm. Others, mm-hmm. they're okay. And then you have one or two that uh, give you like, like, it's like a home run. You know, it's, okay, it's where, yeah, yeah. where where you really where win the, yeah. the the match. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and 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 it's, it's it's always easier to measure this the value driven by these by the use of AI and machine learning. In the in processes related to clients, when mm-hmm. you can
0: mm-hmm. prove
2: that you're selling more or you're yes. reducing the attrition of clients, and we've done so. Yeah. The problem is how you measure value in the projects that are not so tightly coupled uh-huh. to the selling process,
0: yeah.
2: but are also necessary. They're bringing value, but it's uh, in, in some. Times it's harder to mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. So, so Leandro, when you're when you're creating or thinking about new revenue streams, or trying to think about perhaps new products, where where do you start to to embed the principles? Because you know, I I I very much liked what you said earlier on about the ideation, um, and you know, do you do you build off your your product? or your, um, your customer view or, or from an ideation perspective and, and put in the measurements in, in a way that you're tracking at each point. And then, you know, the, the data is telling you what's happening. How, how do you build that end-to-end?
1: Sure. I mean, first of all, you have, I mean, in my organization, the data analytics organization in the, mm-hmm. in the company has uh, profit goals. I mean, we are responsible to improve in- the profitability of the organization. So you're right not a cost now, center. now, we need to improving four percent. Yeah. No. That's <laughs> no. great. So you're yeah. a profit center. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So fantastic. So, but I mean, how we do so? We need mm-hmm. the business areas. Yeah, yeah. How we engage business areas? We start with this designing process. Mm-hmm. So we we work together in order to come up with the initiative that we are going to generate results. No matter if it is results. Through new revenue streams or through cost efficiency program, whatever, or reducing risk. So we, we have all those projects and we have all those initiatives. Mm-hmm. Some of the initiatives are just created by the business of uh, Unity during these ideation sessions, or, or, or maybe something that we as a as, as a, a little bit more technical, I mean, with the, the data scientists and analytics translators, mm-hmm. try to uh, push some ideas. Into the, the business area. So once we have this, we are able to understand what's the, the, the over impact that we're going to generate in the, in the organization. When we start a, a, the, the process, so we start with this MVP, we start with this just yeah. pilot, so yep. pilot, pilot and, and, and control mm-hmm. groups. And mm-hmm. then we measure the, the over impact of the initiatives. After that, we need to deploy the solution. Mm-hmm. And so we mm-hmm. have we have established a process to assure that even if we don't have in the deployment, I mean after the deployment, we don't have more control groups or A B tests or, or something like that. So we need to guarantee that everything is working on and we are capturing the results. How right. do we do so? We do so by, by, by guarantee that our models, our scores, our our, our models are performing. Mm-hmm. And also certain uh, business indicators that are associated to, to the use of those scores are good as well and we have several meetings i mean during the year to guarantee that those that that, that is being captured by the organization mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and but i mean it's not only about one or other project it's yeah. about the entire portfolio of projects project that yes. we have come up in the ideation session mhm mm-hmm.
0: so so when when you're working say with um you know a, across a multiple strand strategy with you know people from different business units how are you ensuring that you know you you, there's no duplications there's no you know someone's going off and doing their own thing and how 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 do you make sure from both data and analytics to to the business that this is congruent you know people are you're not you're not doubling up or you know to use a term there's no analytical debt
1: So uh first of all what we establish is a a, a govern uh Mm -hmm. process you know Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. based on that we are able to establish the rules uh that the 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 correct way of performing the 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 mvps and the the projects we don't want to centralize all the decisions all the analytics processing across the organization on the contrary we want to democratize democratize the the use of data analytics across organizations. And to do so, we have established this this governance process and also all the the alignments needed to development of uh, of good uh, good practice in terms of data uh, solutions development and also analytics solution development. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we have also developed several, I mean, uh, Python libraries to facilitate the use of analytics for the non technical people, you know. Okay, but, ba- but guaranteeing that those users is not going to do to jeopardize the, the, the results or this the, the the project itself, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then we have this committee in which we uh, get together everything in order to guarantee that we are on track, that we are not having redundancies and things, yeah. and, and things like that, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Fantastic. I I I like the idea of that strong governance culture uh, across that. So Eric, you know, one thing that sparked me right now with what Leandro said is the whole idea of the organisation setup. How how um, deeply or centrally you embed data and analytics, which. I think Yvonne will have a really good point to that because, you know, <laughs> having 30 different companies, but from a bank perspective, how is the organization uh, utilizing a central um, bunch of people and then being able to send down the, you know, and be closer to the business to help define to help understand, to help create change, or, or is that still something which is more centralized, or ha- how have you affected that organization structure?
3: Sure, but it, I think that um, you know, try to centralize all the the the, the operation of the
0: mm-hmm.
3: and the knowledge and the, you know the the the, 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 the analytics ca- capacities are. It's not, it's not the, the, the right thing to, to see that. I think that we need to, to, to work in order to uh, progressively try to democratize mm-hmm. the, the practice and also try to empower the business teams in order to, to, to get more value during the time. So it's a process, of course, because some teams are more mature than others. So, so we need to work on that. Mm-hmm. But it's important to have an structure, an organization that, that can help us to support that, you know, progression during the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And also mm-hmm. because it, it doesn't happen from, you know, teams probably at the beginning, business teams should, should, should need some, you know, uh, should need to work together with, with data teams. Then we can federate that. But it is important to create a, a, a model, you know. Oh sure with a clear services yeah with a clear ways to 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 to, to work together as mm-hmm. a federate a flow to work as a centralized so we need to to define a group of uh, a kind of a group of services and mm-hmm. an operating model mm-hmm. that this operating model should be flexible i think
0: yeah yeah I well. agreed yeah G- great great thoughts actually and and, and uh, uh, that leads on to ivan i i think from you know, having 30 companies, not every single company is going to be the same. How do you manage that complexity with different operating models and structures and so on?
2: Well, first of all, we have to assume that we cannot work with 30 companies at the same time. It's just Mm -hmm. impossible. So we have to focus on, like, and we don't want to focus all our efforts in, one company either. So, but we have we have to pick four to five companies to be working on at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the bank is, of course, the more mature company in terms of the use of data analytics. Yeah, and um, then we started to focus on on companies of the retail group, and we started to work um, in different kind of projects in each of the companies Mm -hmm. so we for example we started in one of the companies we started working on uh, data democratization Mm -hmm. initiatives in others we started to work with some um, AI or machine learning use cases in others we started to work on uh, building Mm -hmm. a single customer view of their clients Mm
0: -hmm. so so they're when, all at when, varying different levels of maturity as well. And you've got to keep yeah, a handle course. on all of I, that. <laughs> and probably, the, the,
2: yeah, many of them need the same, the same initiatives, but we try to, as, as we have limited resources, Sure. Uh, we cannot use them all at the same time in, in all different, all the different companies of the group. So mm-hmm. we, we focus some of our resources and in one or two companies, so uh, we perform an initiative, we uh, learn what, what was right, what we have to fix. So when we try to scale that kind of initiative, um, it's not the first time we, we've done it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. We, we
2: already know how to do it in a, in a better, more efficient way. Mm-hmm. So that that's mm-hmm. that's the way we we're, we're doing and and it as Eric mentioned this is something that it's it's an evolution yeah we started working on this way uh, just to start making some traction inside its company and that was last year so this year we're now able to start having this conversation of a data strategy at the highest level of each company, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we needed to start making some, some traction in, in at each company. Yeah, so sure. you have, you have to know, you have to understand where you are, where, uh, what the maturity level of the company mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. and, and start making some traction. Yeah. then going up to the to a strategic level and then again go down to help um to help them develop the projects that that mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. they've
0: come
2: come have come up with
0: yeah i i i, I think it's it's it, it's probably uh Harder than you, you say it is. <laughs> you make it sound so <laughs> <Yeah>. easy. <laughs> but listen, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we've come to the top of the hour. I really want to know a little bit more about CDO LATAM um, and what you guys are doing, because, I, you know, and, and, and what's happening uh, with CDO LATAM. So, uh, you know, I throw it out to you. What, what, what's going on with that?
2: Well, I don't know if, if Lendo wants to... If about CDO Latam or If not, um, I, I will... Let, like to complement it, but I will. The okay, word
1: so Cedia CGL, Latin is an is a, a, a initiative to uh, try to literate data analytics uh, in the executive level of the organization and also to develop the careers of data analytics across Latin America. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, is to put together all the CDOs in, of, of Latin America in order to guarantee that we are working on projects that can leverage the resources, in, increase the talent pool, and also to guarantee that everyone in the in, in, in the organizations um, can understand about Data analytics and how data analytics can uh, improve results for the organizations and and provide a better life to everyone. So this is what we we aim at, at, and we have been working a lot in order to develop this. But we are just beginning, so it's a very nice project.
0: Great, so it's a new initiative, bringing together lots of people across. Latin America and and that's f- fantastic. I I love that. So look, thank you so much for your time today, Eric, Ivan, Leandro. I've had a and Leandro, we saw your dog come on screen as well. So very very oh, yeah, nice and comfortable. That. No, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for your time today. It's been fantastic speaking to you all, and I wish you all good luck in your roles and um speak to you soon. Thank you Samir. Thank you, so thank much. you guys. Thank you Samir. Thank you very
2: so much. Have